Hey, Mama, wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This new podcast is designed for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old Schoolhouse, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Whether we admit it or not, many of us homeschool moms can fall into the trap of needing to survive winter depression. Though spring will soon be on the horizon, we still need to trudge through the remaining winter days ahead, but we do not need to do it alone. Hi, I'm Heather with The Old Schoolhouse, and I'm pleased to share the following previously recorded material, which is sure to brighten your day. For more encouraging content on surviving winter depression, visit homeschoolshow.com and click on the image from today's episode. Also, if you are subscribed to the Homeschool Minute e-newsletter, keep your eye on your inbox this Wednesday for fresh new content on this very topic. Not yet a subscriber? Visit thehomeschoolminute.com and sign up today. Here you see um, my family in July of this year we have been married for 35 years and so we have seen a lot of provision we've had a lot of needs we've had kids who need to go to college we've had you know just um things that have come up in our life challenges uh where we have needed um some kind of provision or maybe we've just needed a provision of um wisdom and like what do i do with this child you know that kind of thing uh whatever the need has been if I look back on my history, I will I can share with you 100% that God has been faithful to meet every need and in ways that I would have never considered. Um, as we look back, and I think you can do that too in your own life, just look back and see God's orchestration in your life in every event and how he's brought you to where you are today. And he has never failed you yet. He said he will never leave you nor forsake you. And he is a God who does not fail. Isn't that right? Um, so um, he is a good father, and he provides for his children. He definitely does that. Uh, so next slide. Uh, we know God by many names, many names. But it seems that the name that we um, call on the most is God, our provider. Why is that? Because we have a ton of needs, right? We have a lot of physical needs. Uh, we, have, we have spiritual needs, and we need a provider. We need someone who will take care of us. Um, Mankind has always had physical and spiritual needs, but we as God's children know from history that he is our supreme hope for our provision. From history, we know that for our future, he will provide. Um, we just need to trust him fully in those, in those moments. Just say, God, I have no idea how this is going to be provided for, but I know who you are, and this is what you do. So fully trust in him in those moments. Um, he, it's, let's see, he created the universe. I'm looking at my notes now. <laughs> and uh, he can easily breathe into existence the answer to our request, can't he? Um, if we don't know that he can do that, then we don't really know him well. We need to know that the very God of the universe who breathes into existence, who the stars, it says the heavens were created. Um, um, he created the heavens and by the breath of his mouth, the stars were created. That's in Psalm 33, I think. Anyway, uh, so if he can do that, 
with his word and with his breath, he can certainly bring into existence whatever it is that you need in your life. I want to encourage you to look to him first. Um, the next slide, yesterday's um, homeschool minute, if you did not... Um, if you do not receive the Homeschool Minute, just go to thehomeschoolminute.com, get yourself signed up. And it's our weekly email that we send out with a lot of our um, awesome writers. We have uh, so many. Uh, we have Helen Melanie Young. We have Todd Wilson. We have uh, Stacy Farrell. We have Diana Waring. We have people who are writing weekly uh, just to encourage you. Um, on many different subjects. So get signed up for that if you don't have it. But yesterday's, if you haven't read that yet, it's all about homeschooling and, you know, financial crises. crises? I need an editor <laughs> for my mouth. <laughs> anyway, so um, it's sometimes we ask ourselves the question, when am I going to get to homeschool the way I want to? You know, when am I going to get to live this life the way I've dreamed about or the way I really wanted to? And, um, you know, should we be thinking that maybe we need to give up on some things because we don't have what we need to continue? No, the, the, that's not good thinking. The thinking that we need is um, this kind of thinking. Instead of looking at what we lack as an obstacle in our life to what we want to do, we need to look at those obstacles as part of the life that God intended for us to live. And it's how we live that life that brings glory to the one who designed it. it whatever is in your lap, worship him with it. Whatever little crumbs you have, offer them back to him. He multiplies. This is what he does. It's who he is. He is a giver. He's a cheerful giver. He, <laughs> we need to get to know our God, don't we? Um, so next slide would be we, um, we teach our children that everything that happens that is out of our control is under his control. So many things will hit us in life. And, um, you know, we get on a path and we're like, yay, we're finally homeschooling the way we want to. And then wham, there's some kind of medical emergency or family emergency or you just things that happen in life. But everything that happens out of our control is under his control. We need to understand his sovereignty and um, what he wants us to see in that. In other words, he wants to show us an aspect of himself that maybe we've never seen before until we've reached this thing that's in our life. Just look at him first before you look around at how awful this thing is. Just look to him. He will keep you <laughs> he will keep you grounded when your life feels like it's out of control. Um there was this lady uh, I spoke at a Russian women's retreat one time and you know I needed an interpreter of course. Well afterwards a lady was we were trying to have a conversation and she was having some struggles and I was able to just take her by the hands and say, you know, this is what Jesus does. He holds on to you. He'll walk backwards. You walk forwards. Just look at him. Don't look down the cliff. Don't look at the valley of the shadow of death around you. Look at your good shepherd. He will lead you. He will guide you. Hold on to him. <laughs> and she could understand that. Um, so, Next slide is, uh, does that mean we don't pray for change um, or for provision? Uh, no, absolutely not. God wants us to come to him with all of our needs. He wants us to come to him. Uh, you know, when Jesus taught his disciples, 
he taught him it's called the lord's prayer but really the prayer was for the disciples maybe it's, we should call it the disciples prayer <laughs> but we know that by heart don't we the lord is our shepherd um shall not want right um oh i'm sorry that's psalm 23 <laughs> the lord's prayer is uh, our father which art in heaven hallowed be your name we know that if you look at the verse before that though look at on the slide here matthew 6 I encourage you to study Matthew chapter six after this. If you're really in, in worried about your situation at home or you really need provision, study Matthew chapter six from the beginning to the end. It is full of God's provision for you. And even in the Lord's prayer here, the first thing he says in, in verse seven is your father knows what things you have need of before you even ask him. Oh, we hear that. We, we kind of, yeah, okay, he does. But do you really know that? He already knows what you have need of before you even ask him. But at the same time, this is how you are to pray. Um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's worship. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's submission to his will and submission to his kingdom in your life. You have to, your kingdom has to go. His kingdom has to come, right? And give us this day our daily bread. Here's where our physical needs come in. But it can also be a spiritual need to of the bread of heaven, Jesus himself. Say, Lord, give me um, my daily portion of you that I need. And forgive us our debts. This is repentance. And lead us not into temptation, uh, but deliver us from evil. That's protection. And then we end that prayer with worship again. Let's go to the next slide. You will see that in um, in this prayer that our physical needs should be wrapped in the middle of a relationship of worship and repentance and focus on him and his kingdom and his will. And we put so much focus, though, on our physical needs and we forget the one who meets them. It's kind of like you have a child who you have... Um, just nurtured and brought up and you've given them everything they've needed and they reject relationship with you. They're rejecting any kind of relationship, but their hand is still out saying, give me this and give me this. I just want stuff from you. That's not the kind of relationship we want with God or that he wants with us, right? So physical needs should not be the priority of our relationship with the Lord. It should be in the middle of this worship and this life of worship lived for him. And uh, let's see. No, the next slide. Matthew 6 goes on to say, do not lay up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust corrupt, right? But where, uh, And where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where, none, where nothing corrupts, nothing, you know, it's eternal treasures. Um, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Um, when my focus is on only on my physical circumstances and provisions uh it really shows that that's where my treasure is that i am not treasuring christ um and so we need to put that focus aside and just treasure him <laughs> um, I didn't finish that slide, looks like, but in Psalm 16, it says he is my portion. And in Malachi, the last book in Malachi says he is my reward. Uh, he is our treasure. And um, we are to lay up in heaven treasures with him, this relationship we have and what he shows us to do and on an eternal level, things that are things of the heart 
and not of the flesh. You know, all of these things that are earthly, all these temporary needs, we will always have temporary needs, but they're only that. They're temporary. They have nothing of eternity in them. So we need to really focus on what is of eternity for each day that the Lord wants us to focus on. Um, we'll treasure him. Next slide. So this is still Matthew 6. I mean, there's so much in Matthew 6. It says, take no thought for your life. No thought. No thought for your life. What you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to put on. Life is more than that. It goes on to say life is more than that. God who who clothes the earth with all that it needs, the the birds and the flowers, and it's beautiful, and we all love it. We see his glory in creation. He wants to show his glory in us. And um, it, here it says, oh, you have little faith. Don't um, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Uh, for after these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Here he's saying again, he's repeating what was repeated up in those other verses before the Lord's Prayer. The Lord already knows. Our Father knows what our needs are. And he loves to meet our needs. But there are some things we need to do in that. And uh, we'll go to that in a minute. Um, our head can spin looking every which way, wondering how we're going to do all the things we need to do and provide for all the things we need, you know, need here on this earth. Um, and we keep looking around for the temporary bread of this life instead of the bread of life uh, and looking to him. So let's, let's change our focus again, because that is where our thirst and our hunger will be satisfied truly uh he wants to he wants to fill us um from the wells of salvation you know if we drink what he has to offer we won't be thirsty again right and none of this earth will satisfy us nothing uh only him so god is our provider here again still in matthew but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you Okay, so what does that mean? I mean, there's a promise right there. It says, if we seek first his kingdom, then everything will be added, all this stuff. And so what does that mean to seek first the kingdom of God? What does first mean? What does first mean? It means that he, he is to have the preeminence of our thoughts from the time we wake up to the time we lay down. He is to be on our mind. He is to be worshipped. We are to have a relationship with him. We are seeking what he wants and not what we want. A lot of times we have that so backwards that we seek what we want and not what he wants. So we need to seek him and um, just dig into his word. Um, because he talks to us through his word. Is that, that's what we're seeing right here. And so the next slide. Uh, again, take don't take any thought about tomorrow. There's enough evil in today. What does that mean? Why would he say something like that? So he says, don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow has things that you're going to be thinking about then. But today, there's evil. Let's take care of today. What is in our heart that needs, you know, of eternity, of eternal things within us that God wants to work on? What about our children? What is the eternal things in our children's heart that he wants us to work on? Even in the midst of whatever circumstance you feel that you have lack, if we can show our children who God is in that, that's the eternal thing that needs to happen today. Uh, and then in James 4, 
the other verse on there says, go to now you that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue a year and buy and sell and get gain. But you know not what will be on the morrow for what is your life? It is even a vapor. It appears for a little time and vanishes away for you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. Our life is a vapor and it vanishes away. So what is really important? Is it really that, you know, great curriculum we need? Is it really that house that we're trying to buy? You know, is it really, you know, uh, a better environment, uh, working environment? I don't know what the real, but I know the real needs. <laughs> um, God will, will um, show you what is truly important in your family and in your home as you seek him. So rather than focusing on the greatness of our need, we're going to focus on the greatness of our God who provides all that we need just by putting our full trust in him. Um, so temporal needs of tomorrow are just that. They're temporal. And the eternal needs of today are what we should be focusing on. Um, and do I have time for one more slide? My last slide here. Um, <clears throat> I just want to speak a few moments heart to heart with you. I know that there's people suffering. I know because I, I, I've suffered. <laughs> um, I know about lack. I have lacked. Uh, uh, and yet I can testify to God's provision that God has always been there. And if we can remember what he has done and not forget and share with our children and not forget, this is all about, this is Psalm 78. Um, it's a generational psalm, if you want to study that also. It's about generations and about not forgetting the mighty deeds of God and, and, and telling your children all about his mighty deeds in your life and in, in history. <laughs> Talk to them about the mighty deeds of God. You know, in Psalm 78, it says that the fathers were to share these things with their children. And what they also shared with their children was that the, ch that the children of Israel even though God had provided for them so miraculously in the desert, they still questioned whether he could provide a table for them in the wilderness. So my challenge to you is don't question whether he can provide a table for you in your wilderness. Thank him for doing that because he will. And um, <clears throat> that's what he does. Don't forget what he's done in the past. And remember that he's able to take you through to the end of the future, however long that is, that little dash between your birthday and your death day. we got to live that dash for him for eternity, right? And he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Um, that's in Philippians 4.19. Now unto God our Father be glory forever and ever. And what gives him more glory than to, to reveal himself to us and for us to reveal him to our children by saying, hey, look what God just did. You go to your cupboards and you say, thank you, God. Look, kids, our cupboards are full. Thank the Lord. You know, when you bring groceries home from the store, gather and pray. Go to the, when you're in the bedroom of your child just say, you know, look at this beautiful bedroom God has provided. Isn't he wonderful? He always provides for us. Um, that's who he is. The same good father that provided for the children of Israel in their wilderness is the same father that wants to prepare a table for you as well. And he made all things. He preserves all things. And our focus is to be on him. We need to worship him um, in all that we do.
Hey mama, just a quick reminder. It's so important to open up your day with thanksgiving and praise to the King of Kings. It's because of him that we even woke up this morning. It's through him that we find our joy, gain wisdom, and live our lives to bring him glory. No conflict is too difficult, no circumstance too great, no web too tightly woven to start off your day worshiping the Lord Jesus. Put it all aside, the stresses, the sadness, the busyness, the problems, the bustling plans, just for a moment. Are they really bigger than He is? Should they take priority? Not at all. He is our first priority. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and praise even now. Eyes up, Mama!